0: Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Investing News for accredited investors. Check out the video webinar version of this episode on our YouTube channel or visit simplepassivecashflow.com slash investor letter and check out our sister podcast by searching for the Simple Passive Cash Flow podcast on your favorite podcast player.
1: Hey, everybody. This is the August 2021 monthly market update. My name is Lane Kawoka. I run simplepassacashflow.com, uh owner of 6000 units plus, and uh we are going to go and look at what's been happening in the news lately that's going to be impacting investors. If you guys had a chance, type a comment below, say hello, and uh, if we if you got any questions, I'll be trying to manage the comments and answer any questions you guys have or if you guys have any fun comments. But if you haven't yet, grab my remote investor e-course. So this whole journey I've been on started in 2009 when I bought my first rental. Then in 2012, I started to go invest remotely in Birmingham, Atlanta, and created this e-course because everybody was asking how to do it. And it's all the same questions over and over again. So I created this course and I want to give it away for free. So you can pick it up by shooting me an email at lane at simplepassivecashflow.com and put light in the subject line. And I uh, will get you access to that.
0: Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Investing News for accredited investors. Check out the video webinar version of this episode on our YouTube channel or visit simplepassivecashflow.com slash investor letter. And check out our sister podcast by searching for the Simple Passive Cashflow podcast on your favorite podcast player.
1: All right, here we go. What's up, Jin He? Hello, anonymous Facebook. How will inflation impact you? It won't if you're unaware of it. If not, it'll just rub money in your sleep, right? Because if you own a million dollars now, that million dollars is probably going to be losing 5 to 10% of its value every year. It's ultimately your buying power. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It does matter how much the value that it buys. If you guys like this, you can check out the podcast, Simple Passive Cash. It's all about real estate investing for passive real estate investors. And so then is house flipping, wholesaling, burr stuff. It's more passive investing for folks with good jobs. And it's also on the YouTube channel for those of you guys who are listening in the podcast. But here we go. We want to start off with a few teaching points that people have been asking the last month and then we'll get into the monthly market up now some people have been saying hey i found some people's pitching me this deal for 12 to 20 percent interest rate and i'm lending money on a house flip and first question i asked is like all right how much experience do these guys have because likely what you're doing is like you're buying crappy paper if you guys are familiar with moody's s&p and credit ratings they they'll rate lenders right? And in the same way, you could rate the, uh, the people you invest with or a house flipper. And a lot of times what's happening is you got super newbies who still work their day jobs and are doing this as a side gig who you could probably see as F or D people and giving people really high rates. But unsophisticated investors will just go rate chasing. But a smart investor will want a good rate. But more importantly, to be investing in a person who is experienced and good. So maybe that's a A class paper in this respect or B paper. and But that might be more of like a 5 6% interest rate that might come in. I got a lot of guys that I know in uh, Mastermind I used to be a part of that they can get 5% notes all day long from investors because they have a good long track record and really reliable. It's the people who are brand new that have to pay 15%, 20% plus. And beyond the wear, there's a lot of people that will like like white label and remarket a certain loan to sell it to unsophisticated investor and create some kind of markup. So for example, what they'll do is they'll get some brand new house flipper who can't get a loan because they don't have any track record and nobody trusts them. And they'll go and they'll lend the money to them and they'll flip it around and, and lend money to you. And they'll market it as like a B class type of, um, or B kind of a uh, paper grade. And maybe you'll invest and get 12%, but then they're charging the other guy 20% on the back end because it's a really bad investment and they're making that big spread. I think this is, as an investor, you need to know who you're investing with to make sure that this little middleman thing ain't going on because at the end of the day, you're investing with a complete newbie. And and that's fine if that's your investment strategy and you're going after the high risk type of stuff, at least know what you're investing with. And yeah, there's a lot of these types of private money or capital groups doing this type of stuff. And this is all done in the house flipping world, which I'm really a big fan of anyway. So be on the lookout for that. And then also big thing that we do with a lot of clients are taxes, right? You can invest and that's great. Maybe make 10, 20, 30% returns in real estate, which is backed by a hard asset. But for a lot of the high net worth clients, it's really about protecting your income, make two, three, $500 million a year from your taxes. Um, If you guys want to check out my personal taxes, go to com slash tax. But it's like the athletes, they get really hammered here. Ron James, Target Woods, Anthony Davis, Floyd Mayweather. And I hope they have, I don't think they have good tax representation, but it's the wealthy guys who make a lot of income, but don't pay too much tax. So be on the smart, you may make under a hundred grand or you may make under three hundred thousand dollars, but hopefully you pay less than ten or twenty percent in taxes. All right, so crypto investing here. If you guys don't I look I watch a lot of Reddit blogs and stuff like that, and this guy is like this little lizard looking creature It's called Enon, I think, and it's supposed to be a representation of some random anomalous person average joe this is very typical out there too another thing to be on the lookout for is somebody who invests crypto and loses their a month of wages and then now they consider themselves a day trader and an expert in crypto now, i don't claim to know anything about crypto i do think it's a good thing but i don't know i just stick to my own lane which is investing in real tangible assets you guys can learn more about simple start let's get into the monthly report This was a cool graphic that I found. It outlined the tax strategy or taxes that citizens paid on average in different countries. And the United States is sitting at 24.5%. By the way, if you guys pay more than that, you need to get on the uh, passive investing chain and get away from ordinary income and find a way to do rep status is all I got to say. But these other countries pay 30 to 40 percent i guess the, the, the takeaway is the Ameri- united states we don't pay too much taxes compared to other countries now somebody in one of my groups said you know, those other countries they have a lot of entitlement programs the united states is the only one in this group that doesn't have government subsidized health care or, or free health care like how you have in, in canada but maybe that's probably coming at some point I say it's right or wrong i don't care it is what it is but i think my takeaway is like, you know, taxes probably going to go up. The rest of the world does it. America could, pro- could probably bump it up a little bit more and get away with it. So it's even more so to pay attention to your taxes. If you guys need to learn more about that, go to simplepass slash tax. All right. So what's happening in rents? Apartment lists came up with this graphic saying that, so we look at the, the dotted line was the na- the national median rent pre-pandemic trend which is just a boring cyclical uh, trend that's just going upward. With the whole pandemic, everybody got frozen and some rents pretty much just stayed stagnant. But now what you're starting to see this first two quarters of this 2021 is rents are skyrocketing. Places in Texas are going up high single digit In a place like Phoenix, it used to be 6%, which is still pretty high for a year. But now it's like getting over double digits there. Different news sources report it differently, but... Rents are going up, folks. If you haven't, if you haven't caught on to this, you're two quarters behind the trend already. And a part of it is just pent up demand, but this is I think it's good to be a land good to be a landlord. John Burns Consulting came up with this cool infographic, I'm talking the rise of sister cities. So what sister cities are is like. Tacoma is to Seattle. Canton, Ohio, is to Cleveland. Stockton is to the East Bay, like Oakland. Bakersville is to Los Angeles. Tucson is to Phoenix. Colorado Springs is to Denver. Fort Worth is to Dow, Port Saint Lucie is to Palm Beach. Greensboro is to Durham, and Philadelphia is to New York. And these are just to name a few. But I guess the takeaway from here is this is another trend that's going on: the rise of the great MSA's, where you have mega cities. So, um, not to the quite the point where Portland and Seattle are combining all in one, like in Seattle and Tacoma. Sure, it's separated by 20, 30 miles, depending how you get the, the ruler out, but it's becoming one giant MSA and people are clumping together in these metropolitan areas. And I guess what you're thing from an investor perspective is like typically you can't cash flow in the primary markets and you typically can't cash flow in the main headliner city but where you find cash flow is at sister city and i'm not saying any of these sister cities are good but it's just a you know trend to be on the lookout for especially if you live near one of these cities and you're just unwilling to go outside your local area where you don't have enough money in so there's really not no. Men- no sense to diversify yet but most accredited investors they wake up to the fact that you want to be a remote investor investing in the top five markets across the country as opposed to just staying in your regional area or where you can drive to at a real page reports that dfw dallas fort worth leads strong metro demand performance now including gateway markets too so what that means is dallas fort worth means quarter to apartment demand, which is net increase in occupied units. So I'm just going to read this from top to the bottom, from the most to the, the bottom of the top 10 list. Dallas, Fort Worth, Los Angeles, Orange County, Houston, Chicago, South Florida, Washington, D.C., Bay Area, New York, Seattle, Atlanta, Phoenix, and Austin, Texas. What Again, what this is a report of is strong metro level demand performance now, including gateway markets to so one, one important thing to note here, you know, these are larger markets. I guess Austin is small, but I don't know if they're including the tertiary markets, which are those smaller markets, anywhere from a quarter million to a million population. And Los Angeles is number two on here, but I wouldn't invest there. There's no cash flow. So it depends on what your investment strategy is. Joint Center for Housing Studies of Harvard University. If you guys like graphs and data, man, you need to follow what's Harvard doing these days. Um, they come up with great articles, really thought-provoking in my opinion. They got a lot of like racial stuff on a bad way, but it's just interesting to review what the stuff that they come up with. And so in this article or this graphic, what they're showing is the leading indicator of remodeling activity, second quarter of 2021. What you're seeing here is remodeling activity coming up from the beginning of the pandemic, almost doubling where we are today, where we were. And this rate of change has been steady over time, which makes a lot of sense. A lot of people are remodeling. Stuck at home, make the place that you are a little bit nicer. Makes sense. Adam, these guys follow a lot of lender data. And what here is US properties with foreclosure filings in first six months of 2021 hit an all-time low of 65,000. I guess this makes sense because the rent moratoriums, which just got extended by the way, I think it's going up to September, October, they're just continuing to kick the can down the road, which I think they'll probably kick the can maybe another month or two beyond that. But what's good for a real estate investor is that it's steady, right? They just like how they say, Oh, we're gonna raise rates. All right, it took them like three to six years to finally do it. And it's very slow and gradual over the time. And that's, I think that's good for long-term prudent investors. Again, Joint Center for Housing Studies of Harvard University reports on inventories for homes for sale fell to a record low in early 2020. I, I said the Harvard guys come up with really good surveys. I just happened to pick a really obvious one. Yes, supply is at an all-time low, well, at an all-time low, but it's really a low, which is why residential prices are hot and everywhere across the country is hot. If your market is not hot, your market has a huge problem going on more than likely. But what makes up prices is not only supply, but demand. I don't know where demand is. We know supply is low, but it's a question mark on demand. So what I mean by that is, is demand higher or lower than what it was. Now, people with money right now, your white collared folks, have a lot of pent-up savings or are going good for a lot of people because they can't spend. I guess they're starting to spend it by going on vacations and that type of stuff. A lot of the data says a lot of families on the higher end, middle class and above, have a lot of money in, which makes sense why they're buying houses due to the, also the low interest rates. But I don't know, it's hard to measure demand. Supply is easy to measure because that's just days on market and how many houses are on. And so this is a a graph of existing Supply of homes, again, the supply, which we showed on the previous graph, is going down. But this is a graph of overlaid on top of it, is year-over-year changes in prices, which definitely shot up starting last year. Right now, they're showing it over 12% per year, which is really crazy. Normal historical price increases just goes up with the pace of inflation. And typically, they teach you in grade school where you're supposed to nod your head and just accept everything that's in the book. is supposed to be 3%. but A lot of us that are listening right now know that's a bunch of nonsense, and it's probably a lot higher than that because a lot of the the money that's in the stock market or pumped into the system is finding their way into the stock market, which is why prices are, I think, artificially inflated and why I don't invest in stocks. But as Facebook user says here, how inflation will impact us. It's just going to devalue the amount of money that you have and people who, who have a lot of debt, especially good debt, are going to be the beneficiaries of this. And they think this is why a big motivation of what I do is what I do is because so many people have this completely wrong, right? They want to pay off their debt and their mortgage and have it all paid, which I think is silly. Like if a lot of people have maybe a million dollars of equity in their house by the time they reach the golden years, if they took that money and put it into something like AHP making eight to 10% a year, they'd be able to pay for two or three kids' grandchildren's college like that. $100,000 passive income, but they choose to just keep it locked up in their house. Yeah, com slash research slash category. had this cool infographic that I have up on the screen now where essentially rents are rising quickly, everybody. Signal Captain Obvious, once again. That's the second point for Captain. The way that I invest is primarily on the big drivers, which is economic growth and population growth. And here is the population growth of, from a state level, of course, you always want to dive in on the MSA and then dive in another layer of the submarket. But from a high level state level, you know, the big movers in terms of population are a lot of it is Texas at plus 16 percent, Utah plus 18 percent, Colorado plus 15 percent, Nevada plus 15 percent, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, all double digits. North Dakota, I mean, just throw that out. Nobody wants to live in North Dakota and there's only like 10 people living there anyway. So that went up 16%. So there's 12 people there now. That's a joke. But like a lot of these places like Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, multiple double digit population growth where a lot of these are have been like low single digits, especially up in the Northeast. I don't know what's going on there. The places that have remained the same or no growth is Mississippi, at 0%. Illinois at 0%. I think everybody knows about the troubles that Illinois. Hawaii, I was, sorry, I, I just had a kid a couple months ago. I thought that was Wyoming, but I knew Wyoming wasn't there. That is, West Virginia actually went down 3% down there. Hawaii has gone up by 7 But yeah, this is just one way of looking at your investments, investing on the trends where the population is growing up, because that's what drives housing values and, and demand for rents. If you guys like this, check out our accredited investor group, The Family Office on a Mastermind. Currently about 75 plus members of credit only, pure passive investors only. If you're broke, don't join us. If you're interested in learning more about syndication deals, who to invest with, more importantly, who to stay away from, taxes, legal, and getting to know other people on a personal level, because a lot of us are on this move from a million to $10 million net worth. So you know, getting the Simple Passive cash flow is easy, that whole journey, but it's all about who you take the journey with and getting the best practices for more of the soft skills and the soft tactics on how do you build your family system and surround yourself with the right people. If you guys are non-accredited investors, what I would recommend is checking out the incubator, simplepassivecashflow.com slash incubator, pick up your first remote rental. But now if we're at the end. If you guys have any questions, please pop it into the show notes.
0: The proceeding offers general personal finance information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor's situation is unique. Always seek the services of professional tax and legal advisors before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk.